I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. and welcome to this week's episode of Is This Place Haunted? Ooh. <laughs> How are you today, Lauren? I'm really good. All the better for seeing you all the way over. And... I know. I've missed you. I know. I missed you too. And it, it's good to chat. I feel like you've been on hiatus and like I've been sad and crying. I, I, actually, watched, I actually watched your plane intermittently to make sure you were safe, like God's eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the way over there I was like I really appreciate that because you know how much I hate flying as well Um, my dad was watching it like a hawk like and then he would like update my whole like it's not just my family my extended family of cousins and aunties like she's just landed (laughs) I I didn't know your journey so I actually had to track your plane back from where you are so I was like if it's going to arrive in over there it has to be on this way and then the book I didn't know you were detouring where you were detouring so I was like well I knew about the first one but not the second place yeah I didn't I thought the second the second place I stopped was just a stopover staying on the plane type of thing but no I had to go through security again oh, fuck no no I can't be doing with that Can I just say right I have a new perspective on being an immigrant right mm. and this is as like a white person from the UK it was very hostile was it really? Not in any particular country or place. There was just so many like hoops to jump through, even with all the things in place that you need, all the visas. Like I had to go through three x-ray machines in total. Oh my God. I had, yeah, I had um, two big bottles of water taken off me. And I was like, see, once you're on the first plane, I should be able to buy all the water in the world. Like that's mm-hmm. the rules on hungry once I'm through security first time I should be able to buy a bottle of water and what was really annoying in Qatar the airport in Qatar was you couldn't buy an airport once you were through security buy a water bottle of water once you were through security Mm -hmm. 
So I was like, what am I meant to do? What, do you have to buy on the plane? Shit. I can't, I can't buy on the plane. There's no shops. Oh, my God. It's like it, Qatar Airways is all self, like, or all, all served to you. So I could ask for it and stuff, but I quite like bringing a big bottle of water with me. I mean, a first world problem. But the point is, I found it quite annoying. Yeah. Quite but you made it, thank God. Made it, and I'm kind of in Auckland time zone now. Um, I'm a bit late tonight because when I cocktails, it sees. I know. I was like pure rage. I was like, "Where the fuck?" Yeah. Um, no, of course not. I was in a meeting. Okay. <laughs> um, no, we have to get our time frame worked out because, like, when it's good for you, when is it good for you? Like, we, we don't I have. Think- <laughs> But we'll work it out, guys. We're we're bear with us for this time. Like it's 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 been tough, I think, this week as well, because I'm in a hotel. I'm not like I've not got like a home. I'm not settled. I don't have a working like pattern. I'm still I'm still suffering from a bit of jet lag, so bear with us, guys. Barely than never. <laughs> I know. It'll be really it'll be funny if you fall asleep while I'm telling this very dramatic story. Um oh, I'll tell you what I did do. I went mm-hmm. to the anatomy exhibition in Edinburgh and I was thinking, oh, you'd enjoy that because of your medicalness. Um, but you know what I actually saw? Um, it's got, you know, Burke in here. It had his, and I know yeah. you probably went to Surgeon Hall. Um, it had Burke's, like, what do you call skeleton. it? Skeleton. Yeah, his, his skeleton. And and his, um, it had both their, like, mask. It's not like a death mask, but like a, a plaster cast of their mask. Do you yeah. remember, um, how small he was? Holy like, sh- I Yeah. I'm like, how did he wrestle down an old woman? <laughs> Maybe everyone was short then, though, because they were, like, ragingly malnourished. I, I think that's a possibility. I just couldn't get over how small his frame was, and I'd, like, if he tried to pure, like, body snatch <laughs> me, I'd knock him over. <laughs> if he tried to bark me. <laughs> oh, that's right. Bark. We must be I know everyone does Birkin hair, right? See, afterwards, I was driving home with my mom and I said, let's listen to Birkin hair or listen to a podcast. And there was like barely any good podcasts about Birkin hair. So I've decided we should definitely do an episode on it. Yes. So game. So game for that. So game for that. Anyway, with all further ado, um, obviously with the death of the monarch the last couple of weeks, um, well, in the last couple of weeks, um, the, the whole world has been watching that shit and also um I, like myself I've been watching like loads of like royal documentaries which I love doing anyway because I just love money and glamour <laughs> but um and obviously subjugation You're like it's just like your housewives but money <laughs> yeah the real housewives <laughs> of the monarchy <laughs> I'd fucking watch that in an instance by the way <laughs> same however like the, the, the thing like we spoke about this before Laura and I are not royalists like have respect for the queen as a person but not for the monarchy really um but what's sad about the queen dying is like really that like power female is kind of gone i know i'm actually finding i'm actually finding that really sad actually i can't see king charles i just can't do it no i can't do it and it's not even that right they've got i mean princess anne i have got shitloads of time for I've also got loads of time for other women. Well, also, I think, like, we Charlotte, we Princess Charlotte, she's going to be a good wee queen as well. Um, yeah. But we're not. We're never going to have another queen in our lifetime. That is sad as shit, man. No, she was, like, the power female. I um, I was listening to a podcast today 
and they spoke about the monarchy. Did you know that Princess Anne and Princess Anne, no, not Princess Andrew, Prince Andrew, still live together even though they're divorced in Buckingham Palace? Oh, you mean Fergie and Princess Andrew? Uh, Prince Fergie. Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fergie is so funny as well. She's the one that's always trying to like sell stuff to like Arab Arab men. I but they they've lived together for years, especially in fact I think it matched. Maybe moves in after he had that um like accusation, which was obviously proven outside of court. But like bad times. Anyway, in that before we get down that whole rabbit hole, um. So this week, I've actually been planning on doing a special place that has royal connection, and I'm going to take you through the history of that. I'll try and do it real quick this this week because it's what two o'clock in the morning, two thirty in the morning over there. So we'll get this going, girl. But we're going to do it this week on Glam's Castle. It's not palace. I thought it was palace. It's castle. Fabulous. I know. And let me. T- and by the way, let me tell you. By the way, have you? Do you know anything about Glam's Castle apart from the obvious? Well, is this place haunted? Yes, I've heard of it massively. Is one of the first ghost books I got was talking about the ghosts that are seen at Glen's Castle. But apart from that, I don't know a huge amount. Right. Okay. So, um, there's obviously a massive royal connection. Um, so Glamis has is it Glamis or Glams? So I think it's Glams. My dad told me it's Glams, but it is spelled like Glamis. But it's glams, I'm sure yeah. it's glams. It is glams, you're right, you're right. Um, Because, you know, some people, English people say that, like, glams, castle, and I'm like, where? Where are you going? Um, anyway, glams, so- the boy. <laughs> glams, going for shooting party at glams. Anyway, I would, on a personal note, I have been looking up all the events at Glams Castle over the next wee while, and it actually looks fabulous, and I'd quite like to go stay there, even though it is spooky shit. So Glam's yeah. um, has been the ancestral seat to the Earls of Strathmore and King Horn and the, their lion predecessors since King Robert II granted the thanage of Glam's to Sir John Lyon in 1372. Glam's also, and this is why we've brought it in this week to pay tribute to the last female monarch, Glam's also has a deep connection to today's royal family as it was the Scottish childhood of home of her so childhood home of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. So the birthplace of HRH, and it's also the birthplace of HRH, pure mad queen, Princess Margaret. So mad drinker and gal pal. Um, bad bitch. She, she was a bad bitch, actually. Um, so yeah, um, let's start off with going through a wee bit of the where it lies and a little bit more of the history. So Glamis is set in the Lowland Valley of Strathmore near Forfar. I've never been to Porfer, by the way, but I know someone from there. I've I've been I've been in passing. Obviously, I went to uni up north, so oh, yeah. I did drink before for it, and I can tell you that it does have a McDonald's. <laughs> Thank God, we need to know these things. <laughs> um, actually, do you know I've, I've driven by Glamis Castle as well. Is it is it not? It's like my, I'm sure my dad told me he was like, "Oh, that's where Macbeth." Is. Anyway, we'll get to that. But yeah, I've I've been there. I wasn't sure when I was there. Anyway, so it lies between the Sidelaw Hills to the south and the Grampian Mountains to the north. Um, I'm going to give you approximate coordinates here, which I've written them down. Approximately 20 kilometres inland from the North Sea. So it's very cold and near the sea. <laughs> um, yes. The state surrounds, um, um, is surrounded by like beautiful parks and gardens. Um, they produce a lot of like cash crops, including lumber and beef. 
So it was a self-sustaining palace. And there are two That's where they're like, so, so sorry to interrupt. That's right? where like people say Aberdeen Angus beef. It's not really Aberdeen, it's Porfer Angus beef. Is it? Oh. Yeah. So, Back to the day. <laughs> yeah, love it. So they obviously produce a lot of stuff. By the way, I've noticed we've not we've actually not talked about housewives this week, but I think I'm saving it up for the cafe episode this week when she gets Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. She gets like accused of having a tantrum because she went to a conga line. I can't think of any other. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready. Okay, there are two streams running through the estate. One of them um, is the Glam's Burn. So this pure is, they should change it to Glamorous. Um, An Arboretum. Do you know what that is? Arboretum. I do. I do. It's not the first time I've heard it. I can't, I can't tell you. Fucking, I need to look it up. Put me in a context. An arboretum overlooking Glam's Burn features trees from all over the world. Many of them are rare and several hundred years old. You can tell I got this off their site. <laughs> so um, I guess it's like a collection of trees. Um, so the castle as we know it today um, was actually built in 1400, but obviously throughout the years it's been developed over time. Um, there's actually a village connected to Glam's as well. So I thought it was just pure the Glam's castle, but there's actually a Glam's village, uh, which looks beauty, by the way, like pure beauty. Um, much of the village of Glam's was built by the 9th Earl of Trathmore um, in 1760. The village is proud to have retained its historic character while being able to offer modern accommodation to those living with the local community. The village might be small, but it has a busy and thriving community which supports local businesses and celebrates... <laughs> this is actually a poster campaign I'm reading out. It's basically a village next to Glamis, but the guy who originally was the Earl of Strathmore built it. But apparently it's beautiful, it's a market town, it has lots of good shit going on there. So do check it out if you're planning on going. Um, so let me take you through a brief timeline of the um, of the old Glam's castle. Um, so... In 1034, um, King Malcolm, I love, by the way, I love old-fashioned king's names. I'm not going to lie. There's like oh Malcolm, there's like other ones. Um, in King 10- Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, King Malcolm in the middle. There are, like, I was, see from my brother naming his baby, we were like looking through all these pure old king names and I'm like, shit, that's an amazing name. But one of them's really funny. It's like, jo- no, it's, even, it's, it's a funny Scottish name. Anyway. You're like, have you considered Ebenezer? <laughs> Have you considered Ebenezer? Um, <laughs> do this one. Um, okay, so in 1034, King Malcolm II is murdered on the site where Glam's Castle sits today. Because um, it wasn't originally like a castle. It was like just obviously like some land and some shit around it and stuff like that. Um, in 1040, Macbeth becomes King of Scotland. Going through right through it now. And this is all affiliated with this area. So it's like a lot of like dark history and stuff. Uh, Macbeth is removed and Malcolm III becomes King of Scotland in 1057. 1034, King Malcolm is murdered again, the second one, on the site of Glamis. Oh, wait, I've gone read that banner again. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. In 1329, Robert the Bruce takes Glamis back from the protection of the crown from the Baloyal family. And I've put Baloyal, and it's a noble family originating from the village of Belul in Picardy. Who the fuck is Picardy? Where? Yeah, I don't know. So in 1372, John Lyon is granted the Thanage of Glams by Robert King II for services to the crown and the family seat is established. In 1382, Sir John is killed by James Lindsay after a quarrel, whoever the fuck he is. Um, in 1537, Janet... 
Is that King Malcolm? <laughs> They're just singing in there to tell me. They're like, sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. Um, I can't take the call right now. <laughs> Hello, Lauren. This is the past. You're oh, thank you. <laughs> You're reading it wrong. Um, okay, in, in 1537, Janet Douglas, um, Lady Glams, is found guilty of treason and is burnt at the stake on Castle Hill in Edinburgh. So there's a little bit of witchcraft shit going down there because obviously with the timeline, it was during this t- time of uh, James the. Uh, fifth it would have been so she's found guilty following false accusations of treason and trying to poison king james v um on her but her only crime is being the sister of the king's despised set father archibald douglas earl of angus this is why she was put to death so again a honey getting mistreated by the witchcraft movement <laughs> which is shocker. unbelievable um shocker Glams is forfeit to the crown and is occupied by King James V in his death in 1542. Glams Castle is restored to John, the seventh of Glams. Shitloads of stuff happens, but let's get to the best bit. So, in 1606, William Shakespeare writes the play Macbeth for the king and would have been acquainted with Patrick. So, Patrick um, is... Who's Patrick again? He was some other guy that was associated with the, the Thanage of Glam or whatever. Um, so when he went down to London, I think they went, he was like accompanied, he accompanied like the Thane of whatever down to London and somehow must have got talking to Macbeth because there's some like rumours that like he, like Shakespeare visited Glams and that was like his inspiration because obviously he knew the history of like Macbeth and all that and Malcolm and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in actual fact, they think it happened because, or he wrote Macbeth based on Glams Castle because of like, the stories that he'd heard from this Patrick guy. Um, so that's when that happened. So it was based on that. And then it just kind of goes on and on and on. Um, Cromwell's troops occupy Glam's Castle in 1650, which is like crazy. Why would they come so far up? That's like as an Oliver Cromwell. Uh, also, I don't know why 1650 feels closer than it is. I know way. It's like that's just 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 recently or whatever. <laughs> Look, that um, was just last week. That was like last week or whatever. Um, so I'm just like keeping going down because like so much stuff happened through. Like I'm trying to illustrate that through history, so much shit happened there. There's bound to be like so much energy attached to the place. But as as I've like, 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 like or the 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 events are pretty brutal. I know, I know, and as a royal household, it's like. It, it, it's the fact that it's been standing since the 1100 I mean well the 1400s it says but like it's been standing from before that like the whole land and stuff and it's been yeah it's been pretty horrific so you can imagine so a couple of other things that happened in 1689 Bonnie Dundee I was trying to find out it was like who's Bonnie Dundee I was like is this a pure fit guy or whatever um so he was a Scottish soldier and a, nob- a nobleman a Tory mm-hmm um, and was responsible for policing Southwest Scotland during and after religious unrest. Um, so he was obviously there for a bit. Um, and that was in the, he, so he obviously looked after all the rebellion and stuff. Um, so he's 1670s, 80s. In 1793, we're going to jump ahead. So, we're, so Sir Walter Scott visits Glam's Castle in the summer. Um, and it said that he received he was received by the factor Peter Proctor, who offers him the honor of drinking to the health of the absent Earl from the famous Lying Cup. Um, so some shit like that. So he's been there. The tenth Earl dies, 
and the, in 1820, the tenth Earl dies, and the illegitimate son John, John Bow, Bowes, Bowes, I think is it, how it's pronounced, is denied the earldom, which passes to his uncle Thomas, who becomes the eleventh Earl. So this is the point where the family who have like ran the whole joint for hundreds of years, um, they change their name from Bow Bow, no Lion Bows to Bow Lion. That'll show them. Yeah, like change it. And of course, that means that in 1900, Lady Elizabeth Bowlions, Her Majesty the Queen Mother, the youngest daughter of Lord Glams, is born at St. Paul's Walden Bury in Hertfordshire. However, her family home is Glams Castle, so she spends most of her, her life up there. Um, another interesting uh, little tidbit um, Glams Castle became a temporary auxiliary hospital um, for wounded soldiers in the First World War, apparently. And Lady Elizabeth, as in the Queen Mother, she actually looked after soldiers while she was still living there. Oh my God, that's so I know, what a badass bitch. Um, so basically, that timeline was so long, right? I actually had to cut stuff out there and stuff. But as you can see from like all the shit that went down there, there's a lot of stuff went on. Um, it's passed a lot of two kings, and it's still, um, it's still obviously like the Glams, like the Bow Lions family home to this day. Um, so with the history of the place, there's been a lot of like, obviously, there's lots of ghosts and ghouls affiliated with it. Um, but what I'm going to kick off with first, and I've never heard of this, by the way, have you heard about the monster of Glams Castle? Only from you the other day. Did I tell you that? You mentioned it. Yes, I'd heard of it, and I said no. Yeah, because I was like, mm, "That's because because there's this is like not just like a rumor. This is like a legit thing, and it kind of comes back to like something we were discussing recently about like something that happened in the royal family." Anyway, so um, let's kick off with the monster. So, excuse me, my cat's scratching. Oh my god! By the way, did I tell you about last night? You said weird stuff was happening. Yeah, not to cut into the to the to the thingy but I swear last night I thought there was wind and stuff because I was like what can explain that sound that happened and I literally um I went to the toilet and I thought I'd like hear wind and stuff going by afterwards and literally like last night was totally calm but what what was the type of noise you heard it was honestly again it was like somebody moved something down it was like somebody like pushed something downstairs like it was a noise that Normally, I don't, like, take on... Like, obviously, I always think it's the cats, but the cats were asleep on the bed. And literally, I was, like... Like, actually jumped up, because I was, like... That's an unusual noise. And the only reason I thought it was the wind, because it almost sounded like someone shut in a window or something, or something like that, but it wasn't. And I actually got so freaked out, I got my baseball bat, which, obviously, I have. um, And I literally put it next to my bed, because I was, like, if a ghost comes in here, I'm going to hit it. (laughs) So... (laughs) something's happening in your house eh like it keeps happening it just feels like every week it gets more and that's why like last night I was a bit freaked out about recording as well because I was like "Mm -hmm, scary shit anyway so apologies um let's move on to the monster so Thomas Lyon Bowes obviously changes to Bow Lyons was born as the heir to one of the noblest titles of Scotland which is obviously this family the firstborn child of the 11th era of Strathmore and Kinghorn but he would never inherit, and legend tells how he cruelly locked up and he was cruelly locked up in a secret chamber. Apparently, there's shitloads of secret chambers in Glams. Um, he was named the Monster of Glams because of his serious deformity. 
Um, so basically, um, Thomas was born, they think, roughly. In fact, they know because they have records, right? Thomas was born on the 21st of October, 1821, at Glam's Castle. Um, the official re- record stated that the newborn baby boy died on the same day as he was born. So they tried to fob it off. But rumours um, basically persisted that he survived. Um, the stories definitely have substance to them. Um, they said uh, a workman at the castle who saw Thomas in a passage close to the family chapel, apparently he was bribed um, not to disclose what he had seen and he promptly emigrated to <laughs> Australia afterwards once he'd seen this. Um, and, oh, you going to say something? Yeah, that's really scary. Like that's More scary that they treated him like that. Holy shit. I know. And I thought, oh, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. But then I was thinking, 1821, like you were saying before, that's like not that far back. And also- it's not that far back, but it's far enough back that one, I do believe they were that are solely. And two, they were probably like insect <laughs> without insulting the whole monarchy. Like inbreeding is an issue, especially back then. Yeah. So it's very likely, likely <laughs> that he was born with something, you know, developmentally or, you know, yeah well, wrong with it I'll, I'll get to a wee bit further down but yeah it's kind of clarified actually so so um yeah. so basically as well so later an estate manager um he refused to enter the castle after hearing the stories and rumors about the secret chamber hidden deep in the oldest part of the building and, and what was locked with him um he said he heard strange noises um, or they heard strange noises at night and just like basically something like scraping on the walls as if someone was trapped down there um, Victorian era guests of Love and Thera were intrigued by the rumours and, and several attempts were made to locate the secret chamber apparently um, and everyone wanted to know basically if it, the rumour about his secret son was true or not um, as it said that he was he basically what they'd done was that Thomas was completely had been born with like a deformity because they were so like fannies back then or whatever um and obviously discriminatory and didn't like you know they didn't want the heir to be passed on if he had any kind of I don't know like deficiency I suppose or not deformity um they meant they basically had to suppress his like his like getting the heirdom or whatever so they reckon pretty much 100% he was like um he was locked away and they just like fixed the records and stuff I read somewhere as well that it was well known that he was just like I don't know if I've included it on my records and stuff but um they basically used to just let this person and like they've literally clarified this like or some of the family have said um they used to just like let him out at night to get some air and walk around the castle like see like walls and stuff like as in like the top of the castle um and he used to like basically be seen by like locals and things like that but he was like obviously had something wrong with him um um, obviously I've written as well sadly this is nothing new in British aristocracy and there are other instances of, of mistreatment of family members who are considered undesired by their relatives um, and this is obviously including I'm, I'm pretty sure the Queen's like two was it the Queen Mother's two sisters as well because they had kind of um, uh, issues and they were like I think it was what was the names it was like Catherine and something I can't remember but I didn't want to get into that too much but <clears throat> they were sent to like live in wards because they had like I think it was like mental health issues and stuff like that. And they were just like never seen again by the family. Pretty brutal way to treat your own blood. You know what I mean? Oh my um, God. So the village men and the workers around the castle um, had a clear idea of what Thomas looked like. In the 19th century um, accounts, um, people referred to Thomas as a human toad. 
harsh, man. Um, oh my no, god! I know, but no evidence um, of his appearance was ever provided, or descriptions of what they had been. Um, it was only descriptions of what they'd been told through the family. Um, a writer, James Wentworth Day, approached the Bow Lions family in the 1960s to propose writing the history of the Earls and their descendants. Um, he requested that he be able to spend some time in Glam's Castle, um, where he was actually given like confirmation he could. Um, the Earl at the time and other relatives um, and interviews with Day <clears throat> confirmed to him that a monster, that's how they referred to it, had been born in their family and he was indeed the heir to the royal title. Um, they were able to provide descriptions of the, um, for the writer. Thomas was described as having an enormous barrel chest. Um, he's excessively hairy, like a doormat, apparently somebody said, with a large head oh, running straight oh to his shoulders. Shrunken arms and legs. His body was completely warped and twisted. Um, the child or the monstrous child. I mean, this like this at first was like, oh my God, this is like pure scary. And then I was like, man, if this is true, this is tragic or whatever. Um, the monstrous child was kept away from prying eyes in secret chamber with this agent. Blah, 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 blah. So it goes on like that. So yeah, so basically this poor person, or this child was like kind of like the Iron Man or whatever was like locked away and only allowed out at certain times, but he was seen by locals. It's literally child abuse. It is, isn't it? Do you know what? Because I was I'm, actually now that I'm reading it back, I'm thinking that's that's so that's fucking shit. Because it's like proper like at first it was like ooh a spooky spooky ghost monster thing, um. But in actual fact, it's like they've mistreated someone. A tragic who's boy who's like being treated like a total pariah for having something wrong with them because his parents probably were related. Let's call a spade yeah. a spade here. Let's call a spade a spade. Fuck. Anyway, so that's that story. And it's maybe a bit more of historic information rather than spooky, but he was seen to like roam the grounds and stuff and there would be like like weird sounds everywhere. I'm intrigued by these chambers and glams. Apparently over the years, they've tried to like uncover a lot of them, but they've not really, they don't know where they are half the time, like through the generations and stuff they've got lost, but there's definitely like secret passages and shit. It's an old castle, like. Anyway, now that I've sufficiently upset everyone with that horrific tale about that young boy who was obviously maltreated by his family, shall I move on to the most ghosty stuff? Yay! Oh my god, right. So, by the way, this actually might be quite a brief episode. I hope that's okay for everyone. Um, I realised that um, I was probably going on a wee bit too much of the history and not enough the ghosty, so I've cut back on the ghosty stuff. So apologies. Um, right, the tongueless woman. Have you heard about this one? The tongueless women. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. It has been reported that the apparition, um, this apparition has been seen wandering the grounds, pointing to her face with blood spilling out of her mouth. No. Imagine that shit. No, oh, no I can't. Yeah. This is what I mean. Like, see, when I was doing Clams Castle, I was like, I'm gonna do like so much fun stuff it's going to be like really queeny and then I found out like all the dark history and I was like oh my god so I've actually skimmed over shit (laughs) um so legend so there's this woman that walks the grounds also can you imagine seeing that by the way fucking hell um so legend says says it's a maid who discovered a terrible secret that the earl knew or whatever something about the earl um when she said she would share it the secret or she she would say she'd share it with somebody or whatever um apparently he ordered the guards to cut her tongue out and then they killed her no way yeah so she's one awful i know there's like no fun ghosts you remember like when i did the um 
what was it like Pluckley Village or whatever that it was all like from like and then she loved him and then they died together and it was so sad but they're all together this is not like that (laughs) this is like and then someone was killed by uh, anyway I'll get to it that's the first cast then the other one um the grey lady Another woman said to haunt the castle is the Lady Janet Douglas, the bitch that I mentioned way before in the sort of like the timeline or whatever. Um, she's the wife of the sixth Lord of Glam's, John Lyon. She was accused of practicing witchcraft um, against King John V of Scotland. Through the false testimonies of many witnesses, she was convicted and burned at the stake in 1537. Today, she's thought to be the Grey Lady and she is seen most frequently in the family chapel. So there. Like it's, hanging out in chapels. This is like sounding less fun to visit and more creepy to visit. I still kind of want to do it though because they've got a jazz festival. <laughs> yeah, no, like <laughs> a game. I just shit myself. Well, actually, like I was reading reviews. Apparently, the restaurant's really good, and then I was like, probably like, oh, it's got like they've got like a jazz fest. They've got all these other things on. I'm like, I'm gonna spend a night there. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm yeah. gonna spend. A night there. Okay. Yeah. So, Earl Beardy, um, Alexander Lindsay, the fourth Earl of Crawford, a.k.a. Earl Beardy, <laughs> I think it was because he had a beard, actually, um, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't That's limit... so Scottish, do you not think? Uh, let's Earl call Beardy. Him Beardy. To be fair, it might be more formal than that, but I'm just going to assume it's that. <clears throat> doesn't limit himself to haunting one part of the castle. Um, he was apparently an infamous drinker, that's right, it's like me, and an infamous gambler. Which Scott like, was it. <laughs> yeah. One night he was playing cards with his friend, um, but his friend and his friend wanted to stop um because of it was the Sabbath. So I don't know if they, they played like through Saturday into Sunday, and he was like, Wait, no, it's Sunday, we have to stop playing poker for a bit. So when him and um when his friends and his servant refused to continue the game, Earl Beardy reportedly said <clears throat> So I'd got on to Earl Beardy before the fucking thing cut out there. I'm just going to tell everyone it cut out there. We need to get like a professional recording thing, I've decided. I'll pay for it. Okay, so basically, <laughs> so basically, um, so basically he want this guy wanted to be a gambler or whatever and he wanted to play from Saturday into Sunday um, and he kept going mental or whatever being like, I still want to play, I still want to play and then literally um, he said, Errol Beardy reportedly said he wanted to keep playing even if it is with the devil himself. Yep. At midnight. Like, like what type of playing with the devil? <laughs> like poker or whatever. She was like, it's probably like snap or something like that. Like, bo- I was like, like playing with Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> potentially by the way it always reminds me of that episode of ghost adventures you know the one is when they go to ireland and it's like and they say they saw the devil himself under death yeah. right that the hellfire clubs one i don't think that was a real irish person if i'm honest the devil <laughs> <laughs> anyway so if it was with the devil himself he literally no, yes i know exactly the person i can see him in my head i know exactly <laughs> what you mean at midnight, the devil appeared in the disguise, and after some commotion, Beardy is said to have lost his soul in the card game. Fucking hell. What's the point? I, listen, Beardy, mate, I've been there, hun. <laughs> We've been there. We've done the thing. of fire. Oh. <laughs> so Beardy is still to be heard um, in the house, apparently, um, yelling, swearing, rattling dice apparently throwing dice as well um you see closes doors and stuff and this is the one that freaked me out by the way so when people stay in glam's castle 
that some people have noted that he's also known to stand over people in their beds like while people are asleep he stands over them while looking over them with armor on just like looking at your that, face you're that's, that's like the absolute fear oh and can you imagine that waking up some fucking guys there no nah. no no so that happened um we're getting to the kind of end of the sort of spooky ghost stuff as well um so there's the Ogilvy clan. Um, so in eight, so in 1486, the Ogilvy, this is actually, and this is what I'm talking about. This history of this castle is fucked up. Yo, it's so fucked up. Um, the Ogilvy, I can never say Ogilvy. 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 Do you know what, it's one of those names like that challenge people is Ogilvy and McGilvery. Ogilvy, yeah, McGilvery, yeah. Ogilvy, Ogilvy, Ogilvy. Ogilvy. The Ogilvy, that clan um, the Ogilvy clan <laughs> were hiding from the Lindsay clan. See, a much nicer, easier Scottish clan name. Um, <laughs> and, wa- and wanted to hide in the Glam's castle. How bastard this guy is. Lord Glam's allowed them in and hid them in one of those secret chambers again. Being a friend of the Lindsay clan, the Earl locked the door and walked away, leaving the Ogilvy's to die. Years later, Noises were heard from behind the now walled up room. It was then that the skeletons were discovered much later on as well when they dug it out. No way. So it's, it, again, this isn't just like a spooky myth. They discovered skeletons behind a wall where this guy locked this clan in. And they died there. I think it's well, like the history of Scotland is so fucking savage. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly think it is, but I think it's savage because it's so cold here. And everyone's proper like, fuck that. I'm not staying outside. Everyone's like, I need to hear your vitamin D supplements. (laughs) No, this happens. It's like, but it's true. I mean, but if you think it's so cold here, if people like. It's also cold in like Sweden. I know. Maybe it's because we have no chill and we we drink too much. Possibly. It's got to be something to do with that. By the way, my cat has been yelling for ages and I do not know why. Maybe she's trapped in a drawer. Um, anyway, so um, so yeah, there's that. So basically you can hear like scoot, you can hear screams and crying and stuff like that from behind the walls and stuff. And then you have now this is actually the one that really upset me as well. This is like so problematic. So you often when you walk around the place, you also see like um like a lot of ghostly faces that like appear at like windows. Um apparently there's a bent over woman who carries a bundle to the middle of the courtyard, then disappears. So there's a bit of rando ghosts. Um and this is the other thing. So apparently there is a ghost of um a young black servant um who allegedly, I'm not gonna say this is for real, but like through like rumors apparently he was brutally hunted to death by the earl and his guests in a savage game oh my god apparently he walks around the, the corridors as well and can be seen quite frequently what is wrong with people i don't know man and it wasn't a, a like a black servant it's a boy a young boy that was hunted oh my god horrendous and then also like any sort of like spooky ass place um there's screaming sounds all over the place, um, empty rooms, there's hammering noises. Um, a female guest is woken up by the sound of hammering one night. Um, apparently she mentioned it at breakfast and people said, don't say anymore, you'll have to leave. <laughs> so people obviously know that run the, the castle about the actual shit that goes down there, but like 
they don't encourage people to talk about it, even though they do, but they don't. So yeah. yeah. So I know this is a bit of a random it, but um, this is my brief history of the spine-chillingly scary-ass, but also beautiful castle of glams. It was lovely. Thank you, Lauren. Really enjoyed that. I think that um, I'm going to chuck like Family Guy on to fall asleep to because I'm a bit spooked. I'm honestly going to book a night there, actually. I'm quite game for it, to be honest with you. I would, I would go there. I actually would go there if you're up for it when I'm back, like genuinely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. They have loads of nice things on. But yeah, I, do you know what it was? I thought it was going to be a really fun episode, but the more I read into it, I'm like, mm, I'm not loving this history at all. Not loving it. I know. And like, the like history of like how they treated like a deformed child like oh it's definitely not like isolated but it's so tragic i know he was in the death like records and stuff and like had a grave and everything but he also was just like wandering about like not Isn't good aging the boy vibes you know the film the boy oh yeah but really reminds me of when you're talking about it god well what time is it in new zealand now well, it is now quarter to three in the morning. Oh my so. god. Right, babes. I better let you go then. I'm going to bed. Thank you for this amazing episode, though, Lauren. You're welcome. Loved it. We shall see you next week with hopefully a more social time recording. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, you sleep well, hon, and thanks Thank everyone you. for listening. Thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Ando. And I'm Fer. And we host Niña Bien Podcast. We want to invite you to listen to our show. Niñas Bien means good girls in Spanish, but you have to know that this is not a podcast for good girls or for girls at all. It is a comedy podcast, so everyone is welcome to listen. We talk about sex, relationships, technology. We recommend movies and TV shows and discuss pop culture in general. And there is Chisme Ajeno too, a section we have just to gossip about everyone. So you'll find something you like here. And you'll practice your Spanish. The cleanest Spanish you'll find, we promise. And if you already hablas español, vamos a hacer tus nuevas amigas. amigas. We'll be your friends for the non-Spanish speakers. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Hosted by Acast and available to all audio platforms. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>